from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. New nonstop flights coming from Richmond to two of the most popular travel destinations in the United States. And the Henrico School Board gets an update from its health committee about when a return to school might be possible. We'll have details about those stories and more in today's Henrico News Minute for Friday, September 11th, 2020. It's brought to you today by Henrico Area Mental Health. And now for the news. Some big travel news yesterday coming out of Richmond International Airport as JetBlue announced that it will begin nonstop flights between Richmond and Los Angeles and Richmond and Las Vegas for the first time ever on December 18th. The airline will have one nonstop flight leaving Richmond each day for each of those cities and also a flight returning each day. JetBlue also will have one flight per day beginning November 19th to and from Tampa. The daily flight to Los Angeles International Airport or LAX will depart Richmond at 8 a.m. each morning and arrive in Los Angeles at 11.04 a.m. Pacific Coast Time. The daily return flight will depart LAX at 12.15 Pacific Time p.m and arrive back in Richmond at 7.15 Eastern Time. Basic fares for flights during the first several weeks of service start at just $99 one way. Those for flights farther in the future start at $133 one way. The daily flight to Las Vegas will depart Richmond at 9 a.m. and arrive in Las Vegas at 11.18 a.m. Pacific Time. The return flight leaves Las Vegas at 1.15 p.m. and arrives in Richmond at 8.32 local time. Initial fares there begin at $93 one way. The Henrico Schools Health Committee yesterday provided some better insight into the regional metrics and other considerations it's using to evaluate a potential return to in-person school, but avoided setting concrete benchmarks for a return. During a school board work session, Henrico Schools Chief of Staff and Committee Member Beth Teigen told the board that the Central Virginia region which includes Henrico and several other health districts south as far as the state line with North Carolina, is still considered a substantial risk region for COVID-19 community spread, scoring a 16 of a possible 24 on a Virginia Department of Health burden scale for the week ending September 15th. The region had the same score two weeks earlier. The high burden range begins at 16 and continues up to 24. That scale is composed of four differently weighted measures from each locality, including the number of new cases by day, the percent positivity, the number of outbreaks, and how affected the local health care system is. In order to move down from a substantial to a moderate burden level, which would be a score between 8 and 16, the region would have to maintain a score in the moderate range for at least 14 days, according to Teigen. The return plan crafted by Henrico Schools would allow a hybrid of in-person and virtual learning once the region is securely in the moderate level. A full return to in-person school would align with a low burden, which ranges from less than zero to less than eight. The VDH also measures trends, a regional metric that is updated weekly. Trends are scored on a scale of 22 with a score equal to or above 15 considered increasing. The central region's score is 12, which is considered fluctuating. In Henrico, the case incidence per 
100,000 people and the percent positivity rate both are considered fluctuating because they haven't met the 14-day threshold for a trend. Cases have decreased for 8 days and percent positivity for 11 as of September 5th. Outbreaks in the county have been decreasing for 16 days, so they are considered to be trending downward. During yesterday's briefing, Tigan also mentioned certain specific details that the committee will evaluate before recommending a shift to the next reopening approach. Those include having the necessary PPE to ensure the health and safety of staff and students, ensuring that the supply chain can sustain a four-week supply of PPE in schools, as well as whether staff members affirm that the county's health plan and risk mitigation strategies are playing out effectively in classrooms and also how a given recommendation will affect daily attendance rates. The committee is set to meet tomorrow and every two weeks. It also will provide a recommendation to the school board October 22nd about how to proceed with the second nine weeks of school. You can read much more about this topic on HenricoCitizen.com by clicking Education. Well, it is September 11th, and it's the 19th anniversary of the tragic day in 2001. The Virginia War Memorial will commemorate the day, Patriot Day, with a special live stream ceremony later this evening to honor and remember those who perished during the terrorist attacks. Following the ceremony, the War Memorial's documentary film, A New Century, A New War, will be shown. It's a 30-minute film that chronicles the memories and emotions surrounding the September 11th attacks as experienced by Virginia veterans and family members. You can watch the live stream event online, search for the Virginia War Memorial's Facebook page, or visit vawarmemorial.org. The Cultural Arts Center at Glen Allen yesterday announced that it will provide virtual learning hubs for middle school students beginning on Monday and continuing for the next eight weeks through November 6th that will align with Henrico County Public Schools' first nine weeks of off-site learning. Following their virtual learning time each day, students will participate in other learning and art enrichment activities. Registration for the Learning Hub space is open at the center's website, artsglenallen.com, or by calling 261-ARTS. The fee is $100 per child per week. Mark your calendars for September 21st. That's a Monday. Fairfield District Supervisor Frank Thornton will hold a constituent meeting that night. He'll discuss procedures for voting in the November 3rd general election and also introduce new police chief Eric English, who begins his role with the county on Monday. The meeting will be held at 6 p.m. that day in the gym of the Eastern Henrico Recreation Center on North Laburnum Avenue. It also will be shown live on the Henrico County Government Channel on YouTube. Henrico's seven-day positivity percentage for new COVID-19 cases continues to decrease. It reached 6.1% September 6th, but 53 new cases were reported yesterday in the county by the Virginia Department of Health. The positivity percentage intentionally lags three days behind the current date. The total number of cases in the county is now up to 4,925. Three new COVID-related hospitalizations also were reported in Henrico yesterday. Overall, about 84,500 PCR tests now have been conducted among county residents. 5.8% of them have been positive. 
Visit HenricoCitizen.com and click on Dining to view our most recent Henrico restaurant reports. You can see how county establishments fared in their Virginia Department of Health inspections recently. Every 12 minutes, a Virginian dies from an opioid overdose. Every 12 minutes. Opioid overdoses are on the increase in Henrico. Yes, the opioid epidemic is still impacting residents in Henrico. But you can help. To find out what you can do, go to BounceBackHC.com. That's BounceBackHC.com. Knowledge is power, including learning about naloxin. That's naloxin, which can temporarily reverse the toxic effects of an opioid or heroin overdose. Get informed, get help, save a life. Go to BounceBackHC.com. That's BounceBackHC.com. To equip yourself with the knowledge to help our residents and the community of Henrico County against the opioid epidemic. Knowing what to do will allow you to be prepared to save a life. Go to BounceBackHC.com today. That's BounceBackHC.com or call 804-727-8515. That's 804-727-8515 directly for substance abuse service. This message is sponsored by Henrico Area CSB Prevention Services.